Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Angels to aliens, from ghost stories to angel encounters, Bigfoot sightings, alien abductions, near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens. Heidi Hollis, The Outlander. Outlander. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. The question is, do you believe? (laughs) Join me here where we discuss the most incredible stories on the planet, from the paranormal to mysteries to horror to even heavenly interventions even to alien encounters of the positive sort. (laughs) Um, I'll also be welcoming you, the listener, to send over your personal stories of mysterious happenings and get advice on any of that. And if you just simply like to share. And I'll also be interviewing some of the most intriguing guests and researchers and experiencers and authors and other cultural creatives like you just cannot even imagine and please remember if you enjoy the show subscribe and give us some five star ratings there on itunes we're available on your favorite directories like spotify google play stitcher luminary and tune in and you can also find us at believe.com that's b-l-e-a-v.com and at Believe Podcast. And you know, you can catch me on all sorts of social media platforms. Just put a one in front of my name. So at one Heidi Hollis for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, also go to medium.com. I have some wonderful articles on there that I think you guys will find intriguing. Now on to my fabulous guests. Like if you guys know me and across several networks that I've been on, I always have Bonnie Meyer, who is an experiencer of the alien sort, who got involved in this whole phenomena just to kind of, I don't know, poke fun at it, debunk it. And uh, she got proven wrong when she had a major close encounter that sent her on her 40 plus year journey with her group thelightside.org. You got to go to that website and check it out. So everybody, round of applause to my friend and yours now. (laughs) Bonnie Meyer, how are you, woman? (laughs) Uh, I'm fine. It only took hours to connect up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know for you guys, if you don't know this, but people who have strange encounters and whatnot, we tend to have this uh, issue with electronics and, um, Boy, did it rear its ugly head today. I mean, I don't even know how to categorize it. It's, it's just <laughs> over the roof. It's, it, it's it just was. makes no sense. It just makes no it, sense. Not at all. Not at all. Nothing did. No, I mean, no. But <laughs> moving, <laughs> right, moving to the more fun stuff. I mean, I love your story. And a lot of people who do not know uh, your story is, is rather unique because 
you, you've been involved in this for a long time now and, and and we always hear of alien abductions and probes and experiments and all this stuff and and uh yours is not in that angle or along those lines but i to start from the beginning you got involved in this whole phenomena because you thought it'd be fun something to do go go to this ufo group and make fun of the people huh yeah and i wanted to i i wanted to prove every single one of these people believed in aliens and ufos that they were absolutely wrong that was what i set out to do yeah yeah so you go there you get your popcorn and you're just looking at all these oddballs and you become the biggest oddball of them all do you not uh yes i am <laughs> the oddest person around and uh, it, it's just such an unusual travel that I, the the road I took from a non-believer to an absolute believer. Yeah. And, and <laughs> no one, not anyone can ever tell me that I'm crazy. Well, let's jump on into it because, uh, shoot, your first encounter was a, was a bit of a doozy. So do tell, how did that happen? And who are these uh, people who bore witness to this? Uh, yes, I um, went camping on a weekend with my two girlfriends and their eight kids and my husband and I. And uh, my girlfriend and I decided to go to a UFO meeting and leave my husband and this other woman with all these kids. I mean, you're talking 12 kids? I mean, that's a lot for any one person to handle. Perfect revenge. We went I love it. Our merry week went off on a merry way to a meeting and uh, we said we would be home early so uh, we left the meeting uh, about uh, 10 o'clock and I was driving home and I for some reason I turned down a country road to go into the back way to the uh, campground and I remember going past the sign that said Bean City and then all of a sudden a UFO came down now this is a country road with ditches on both sides and the UFO was so large that it covered the whole road and the ditches came down, it hovered, a ladder came down. Now I'm, I'm with my girlfriend in the car with me and an alien comes down. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. I got out, of, I was driving, I got out of the passenger side, and the, I hid behind the door to see what was going to happen, and the alien kind of waved to me, you know, come on, come on, <laughs> you've talked about this, don't you really want to go? You're going to you know? a meeting about this, and here, here it comes to you, how cool and convenient. <laughs> Well, anyhow, I kind I kind of thought, oh gee, I don't know what if what if I never come back? What if they do strange things to me? And he shook his head and he started to go back up in the UFO. And I thought in my head, how can you not go? It's the only way you're going to find out anything. And with that, I was inside the craft. And what's your friend doing at this time? I mean, when the, when they uh, when it lands, was your friend the, smacking you, screaming? She was, she, she was actually crying. Oh, <laughs> she was actually crying. But when I got in the in the UFO, she was in there also, and she went in a different direction. And I don't know where she went, but I went 
to the control panel. Saw the control panel, all these buttons and and different symbols on it. And I knew the symbols were meaning something. You know, like on the bathrooms, they have the picture of a boy and a picture of a girl. That's what I thought the symbols meant. You know, they meant something special. Yeah. And um, the aliens were up to my shoulders, and I'm five six. So they weren't that short, but I couldn't really see what they looked like. They had on a silver, white silver uniform. They had on like a, a motorcycle helmet with it was black. So I couldn't see their eyes. No. But they kind of let me look around. So they, was their silver there, suit? Did it have any kind of markings on it or symbols? Um, not not really. They had a belt. They were tied at the ankles. The shoes looked just like their uh, dudes, studs. And I, you know, I was, I was spellbound. I didn't know what to think or what to say, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, um, so there was a chair there and I sat down and in front of me was all this patterns of stuff. And I, I did remember most of them and wrote them down, but I don't, I can't remember what they meant. But all of a sudden, I felt the ship take a dip like we were going up, and there was a screen on the wall, and I could see trees, and then I could see the sky, and I could see the stars, and I thought, oh my God, it's real. An airplane can't do this. I'm not being fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they let me look around, and uh, then it was, I mean, we were gone for quite a while. I felt like a long time. Like, at, like uh, what's a long then, time? Like several hours or a day? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was It was like we didn't get back to the campground until almost 1230. So and you left, at, you left at what time? I left uh, the meeting at 10 o'clock. It should have been 1030 by the time I got to the campground. In the morning. No, ten thirty at night. Oh, oh, so okay. it was, it was twelve thirty after midnight when we finally got back to the campground. But what they did, and I, <laughs> I have to laugh at it now, is all of a sudden I was back on the ground. There's my car. The ship takes off, and I have no idea where I am. Nothing looks familiar. The roads, nothing. And I said to my friend where are we? And she said, I don't know. So I got in the car, we started driving and it took me a while to find back to a road that I knew so I, I could get back to the campground. I, I got to ask before we get to, to the end of, of that, that you're in there hanging out, you're asking questions. Are they communicating anything to you? Yes, but not speaking. It, okay. The only thing I can say, it was like in, in my head, they told me, go. you know, I could go ahead and touch things and everything. You got to fly the ship. Did you yeah. not? Yes, I did. <laughs> not I mean... very well. Not very well. And I backed away very quickly. Okay. <laughs> I didn't run a crash. So, so you're there. And, and what are they communicating with you? I mean, this is the big juicy stuff, Bonnie. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, it was... To me, it was like an introduction. I, I don't think I could have handled much more than that. Okay. Because here I am trying to prove it, uh, that they're all crazy and wrong. And here I am standing in a ship that's up in the stars. 
I, I just stood dumbfounded. I, I couldn't say anything. You were in a state of shock. Were you like touching the walls? Were you thinking? Oh, oh yes. And it was so much bigger from on the inside than it looked from the outside. Okay. And, and now I hear that that's what a lot of people uh, do. So many, many levels to this ship where there's stairs. I mean, I only saw one level, but okay. my girlfriend said that she went to another level, 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 uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> level, and she looked around down there and she saw what she thought were compartments of something. She didn't really know what they were. Like so closets or something? <laughs> yeah. There was something down there. I don't know what. So but what did they communicate to her? I, I, we've never gotten into that she, before when I've spoke to you in the past. She doesn't remember anything because she was so terrified. Yeah. She just, I, she said, all I could do was stand there and look. <laughs> so, so she's walking around. She's taking it all in. They're guiding her. Did they say, go ahead, have a look to her? I mean, what? Yeah. yeah they just let her go and look around, look okay. around. It's like, okay, ladies, you wanted to know. Now here's the truth. What are you going to do with this? So she, did she get to look out a window as you did? You, you no, went no, the control she room. Didn't, she didn't see a window or anything like that. Oh, poor her. Yeah. Man, you got the front row, huh? I got the good seat. <laughs> wow. And when you sat at the controls, were they made for these beings? Did they have hands like us? Uh, yes. Uh, they were like a, a clear plastic round, and a, they stood up. And then there was symbols inside of them. The the controls. And uh, it is the symbols are on our website. If okay. they want to go look at them, I have Wonderful. them on there, and they're also in my book. But anyhow, what yes. we got? So these beings, well, uh, just to back up, so they they got tight fitting silver metallic outfits. They have yeah. these uh, helmets on their heads. Where did their heads seem normal sized or larger? Uh, for or? Their, for their body, this well, it's kind of hard to tell with the helmet like on, but it, they they seem proportioned. Wow, fascinating. Okay, so so you, you get this opportunity. You said a, a ladder dropped down. Was it more like a step? Uh, no, it was more like a ladder. Ladder, just middle. Wow, with rungs on. Oh, and when when they dropped us off. You know, and I realized I didn't know where I was. I got in the car, we drove around. And by the time I found the road, we got back to the campground. My girlfriend comes out and she's yelling, where in the world were you? You told us you were going to be back early and now. Do you know what time it is? Well, we didn't know what time it was. And I was shocked when we found out. And we both looked at each other, at each other and shook our heads. Don't say a word, don't say a word, don't say a word. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> because she was... She was even mad at us going to the UFO meetings. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. So that was your, your big introduction. What was the next uh, major incident that you had? Um, so you didn't tell anybody for a long time about that, though, right? Didn't tell anybody for a long time. And, and uh, I decided that maybe I should go to uh, a hypnotist. Just because and boy, of that one incident? Yes. Okay. Because I knew there had to be more and I wanted to remember more. And cool. uh, it, there was so many people out there. They say hypnotists. I said, what's your credentials? Oh, I went to a weekend to learn how. Yeah. 
I, you... Oh, no, 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 no. So I had a friend that came to the meeting and she says, oh, I know somebody in Milwaukee. He, he is a psychotherapist and he does pain management for people and he uses hypnosis. And he's kind of interested in paranormal stuff. Let me talk to him. Nice, nice. <laughs> and he was willing to work with us. And we had many strange happenings in his office that he just shook his head at. So you say we was the your friend? Did she go there as well? My girlfriend went with. We went together because we okay. were not brave enough to go alone. Right, right. Okay. So, <laughs> so what were some of the things you uncovered in speaking, working with him? Uh, that we were having a lot more experiences, and he told us that we could remember if we wanted to. That it was up to us if we could handle it. And he said, I will help you understand what's going on. So he helped us. And, um, you know, just to give us the idea that you can control this situation. You are wow. never alone. There's always help. There's God and there's Jesus. There's always help. You do not have to be afraid. You can stop it if you don't want any more. Amazing. So um, you got regressed and what were these other experiences you were having? Well, you know what? That's the strangest things I think I would like to talk about is what happened in his office. Because we would go in his office in a, in a small room with a couch and a couple chairs and he would hypnotize us. And, and uh, I had so many, so much was rolling out of me. And he said, the memories are there. I'm going to give you permission to remember these incidents because I don't want to taint what you're seeing and what you're feeling. Now, how about that? He didn't want to lead me in any direction. Right, right. He so, just said, you know, tell me what's going on. But while we were in there, you could hear the doorbell because there was a ding, ding, ding on the doorbell on the door when people came in. Because and you guys were recording this. You're recording the session. I wouldn't do it unless they let me record it. He says, you're fine. Record everything that goes on here. So we could hear the bell and we could hear what was happening. And one time we listened to the tape after we, we left because we wanted to know what went on. And halfway through the tape, you could hear whoop, 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 like a helicopter. And all of a sudden, you could hear someone like Kia Mark, Mike, and he said, uh, yes, sir, we have it all on tape. Yes, sir. Wow. We will make sure that we have it all. And then, then the, you didn't you could click it here, click off, and then the computer, uh, helicopter went whoop, 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 whoop. Crazy. And then we could hear the noises again in the outer office and everything, and when the when the man heard it, he said, I believe. <laughs> said, wow, the I doctor, believe. the doctor said that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy said, what, I what year I was know. this? What year did this happen? Uh, this was in 76. Amazing. So you guys, uh, in, during your sessions, well, you're trying to recall 
what kinds of things got revealed that were really uh, mind-blowing and altering to your whole situation? <laughs> well, that uh, I had been introduced to an alien, and she looked very much like us. Um, she uh, is someone that I have had contact in another lifetime. Okay, now here we go with this, another lifetime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that she and I were very close and that she and I would be the main contact through channeling. And I thought, channeling? <laughs> I don't want to go there. Right. I mean, isn't it bad enough we talk about aliens and UFOs? Now I'm supposed to channel aliens too? <laughs> I will be I will definitely be designated a fruitcake. <laughs> but uh it it didn't it took a while for it to happen because all of a sudden I was getting messages in my head. I could hear, it's kind of like a ticker tape going off. I could read messages and then I could hear messages. And all of a sudden one day it just happened. I guess they had to make sure that I was ready for it. And how did that happen? <laughs> so, so you're getting after after you got you got regressed. You're starting to know that you're you're supposed to be this connection, this contact, and then it just right. happens. I mean, were you were you skateboarding? It, it just <laughs> it just happened. Where but were it you? It wasn't with her. It wasn't with her. That's what surprised me. It was uh, with a male alien, and he. I was talking to my girlfriend, and all of a sudden, this male voice kind of came out of me. Oh. And it said, please record what's happening. Well, we didn't have a tape recorder, nothing, so she wrote down everything that she could. And then uh, he explained, you know, that the aliens are here, there's good aliens, and they are here to help us. And many people won't believe it. And they certainly won't believe that you're connected with the aliens, but that's all right because everyone has to accept what they're ready to accept. And if they can't accept it, that's fine. You know, Amazing. so all you can do is, you know, talk what you can and people will either hear it or not. Right. So this voice pops out and you're like, Oh, excuse me. You <laughs> know, like a bad belch. What on earth? I didn't, I didn't remember a thing. Oh my gosh. So did you go back to that psychiatrist, a uh, hypnotist and say, holy smokes. Yeah, I, I said, well, it's, it's happening. He said, good. What was said? And I, yeah. Okay. He says, can I speak to one of them? <laughs> really? And what happened with that session? Oh yes. Um, I said, well, I, I don't know. I guess so. And this female alien came through. Her name was mom. And I don't know what happened because the tape recorder stopped working. But what he said is she talked to him and said that, yes, they exist. There's good ones. There are bad ones. And that each one has a job to do. They have a mission, whether it be tiny or large, it doesn't make any difference. Sometimes a person's job coming here is only to speak to one person because they need 
a friendly voice that day. They need someone to, to interact with them because they're lonely, they're sad. It doesn't matter, but everybody has something that they can work with and do. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So, so these, all these, these different beings that you've had contact with, I, cause I know your story quite a bit. And uh, so I, I, I know that we're skipping along on, on some of these, these items. Um, but so these different beings that you spoke to, they, they've all like work together, correct? Correct. They are a group of ALMs and they are actually here in case we get in major trouble. They're not here to help, to save us, but they have prevented a lot of things from happening. You know, that could have been disastrous, but they will not interfere with us personally. You know, like, uh, well, sometimes I think, you know, well, why don't you, you know, I'm a little short on money. Couldn't you send some my way? No, we can't do that. If you want money, go earn it. Gotcha. So they're not here to save us in that sense, but they're on a, a large ship. When I Tell us a little yes. bit about that. Oh, my gosh. It's about 40 miles across and about 32 miles high. It's been here, oh, probably, I can't remember exactly, about 80 years, I think it is now. <laughs> and um, they, it's a large ship. It's a, they call it the Ship of Peace. Everyone is welcome there. Everyone, they have a lot of meetings from the different aliens come and meet and discuss things that are going on. And I've been lucky. I've been on there quite a few times. I've been to quite a few meetings. Uh, I've seen uh, Jesus on board. Yes, he's around. <laughs> and he's in physical form and he is coming back. Yeah. So where is this ship located exactly? It's about 500 miles outside our atmosphere. Okay. And yes, the government knows about it. They've seen it with their telescopes. Uh, but there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> gotcha. So they have this non-interference policy uh, to... Very much so. Oh. Very much so. They, they'll help if they can. You know, if things go up overnight, you know, yeah. they do have ships that they could evacuate people with, but they don't want to do that because we will learn nothing as human beings. But they do have some ships to pick people up. Yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they do. Right. And they also put, uh, I would guess you call it, uh, <laughs> a ring around the, the, the planet to not let in any bad aliens at this time because they don't want them interfering with us so at no, this time. No don't bad aliens are allowed? <laughs> there are aliens down here. Yeah. And they are doing nothing with them. And they are the ones that are abducting these negative aliens. Okay. They are abducting the Arctic. I've never had an abduction. They have come in the middle of the night to pick me up, to take me on board a ship. And I've said, I'm too tired tonight. I just can't go. Okay, yeah. then. And then left. They've wow. never taken me against my will. 
Right. So, so these I've never been, ex I've never been experimented on. Yeah. Never. Wonderful. One so. time I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> How'd that go? I went in, uh, it wasn't really, I, I, I don't know. I call it a doctor's appointment. I saw this doctor and he had me sit on the table and he was interested in my knees. Okay. What the heck are you interested in my knees for? And he said, that's, uh, that's all we wanted to do. We wanted to see how your knees were doing. Well, I, I know that you've got a disorder. I don't know if you want to share. Uh, yes, I have two artificial knees. Because I have uh, two artificial hips. Mm -hmm. I have a rod and I have a rod in my back and I've, I've uh, had cancer. And it's so, from the rheumatoid. Arthritis. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But it's after, after I put this all together, I'm thinking maybe they were just checking to see how I was doing, you know? Right. But the, I mean, they used nothing on me. They just looked at it and they felt it and their stuff. And okay, that's all we wanted to do is check that out. <laughs> and at the, at the time I had no knee problems. So, but they yeah. knew something was coming. <laughs> yeah, they knew a, a smackdown was coming. So, so these beings that you've had all this interaction with, they they would pretty much speak through you whenever you had the opportunity. And and I know for many years now you've been recording these conversations and they suggested that you write some books correct yes they did and it took me a long time to do it but i did write two books hey at least it got done <laughs> so <laughs> you know a lot of people say they'll do something that never happens you've got it and so tell us about these two books and what they're called um the first book i wrote was um Alien Contact, The Message That They Bring. And that was basically how I got interested in what the, the main aliens that we've spoken to, what they're like, what they eat, what they wear, how old they've lived to, and all that kind of stuff. And you don't hear that many people getting that type of information from the aliens. Yeah. But they were willing to share it all with us. And that was kind of a goody good show uh, <laughs> a book and then the second book is unholy alliance a global deception it's all about how the government has been deceiving us how the aliens have been deceiving us and uh, you know it, it's just you know and then they talked about uh, our solar system the planets what's there are what they are They've talked about uh, Planet X coming around and about reincarnation uh, and also about uh, how we have all been tracked. I mean, we noticed that a long time ago that we were being followed a lot. And it got so bad that whenever I left my house, I'd put a string in the door to see if anybody was came in while I was gone. Yeah. And a telephone was tapped. Uh, it, it was just a constant thing. One time I came home and I found a bouquet of dead black flowers on the back steps. And I thought, this is just a warning. Good back enough. off. So I did back off for years. 
And wow. then I thought, they are not going to do this to me. Right. No one has that. They shouldn't do that. No, no. So I started speaking out and I started doing more and that type of thing because gotcha. I could not, I just could not allow that to happen. Right. And now I, I know that uh, with your group, the light side group that uh, you guys, boy, you, you guys like to take on a lot of reading material and do some <laughs> deep diving and book reviewing and you put it out there for people to know you go here for this bit of information and over here you got this and that. So you, you really like have put yourself out there to create the service of a sort. Um, and you, you well, have been uh, in touch with some major folks out there in the UFO world. Uh, yes, but they don't want to talk to me. Yeah. Because isn't that strange? Of, because of what do you feel? Uh, because I talk about good aliens and I have never been abducted. And whenever I say I've never been abducted, they shut right straight down and a lot of times turn and walk away. Oh. All they want is this crazy stuff because it's exciting and it's, oh, people will come and join us, you know, and we'll get all it. No. <laughs> it's almost like they don't want to hear this. I hear you. Huh. And, and that mm -hmm. element that uh, you, you've, nobody talks about seeing Jesus on a craft. Uh, I, 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 I don't even... I, I mean, you could search out there and it's not that common. So how do you explain that? I mean, Jesus on a UFO, what is that about? Well, he's on, he's on, I, I don't know, what would you call it? He's waiting. We've asked him, you know, why, why are you, he said, I'm waiting for orders from God. And my orders will be to come to the planet. Okay. <laughs> wow. that's a little bit hard for me to take and someone who hasn't studied any of this stuff i can understand why it's very hard you know mm -hmm. but i've i've seen him i've i've heard him speak when he speaks anybody in the room can understand him i mean i've been in a room where there's many different species of aliens while i was on the ship I could understand what he was saying, and they could all understand what he's saying. It's like he was speaking to your soul. You knew exactly what he's saying, and everybody was quiet, very reverent. You know, they just, and I was just in awe, just in awe. Right. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. He's recognized across the universe. Yes, yes, he is. And uh, I said, well, okay. I said, Jesus here, what do you think about God? Uh, well, we know what you mean by God. You call, you know, he's, he's over everything. We call, we don't really call him God. We call him the creator of all. Because that's what he is. Yeah, amazing. Well, <laughs> so when uh, in speaking that's a, hey, I, in speaking to some of these beings and some of the revelations that they've told you over forty years, I mean, my goodness, right. that's uh, that's quite a chunk. I don't I don't know uh, 
of any other UFO group that's been together uh, sitting uh, where you are uh, in the same kind of a conversation and speaking of positive beings. So positive beings are so rare. And they were all conversations. They, they didn't came, come in and lecture. They came in and we could ask any question or they could ask any question. <laughs> and they would answer them and some questions they wouldn't answer because they said it would be detrimental to your health. Mm. And so we learned that you, they learned you don't go there very often. But mm. I do not remember any of the channeling sessions. I see. You have to listen to the tape, huh? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's like, now we're putting stuff on the web uh, every week. And it's like, it's all new to me. Because not only was, was it taped, but it was all typed out. It was all entered in the computer. So what we are doing now and putting on the web, we are putting on in topics, all the years, what we've learned on certain topics. Your group, the light side. That's, it's amazing how you you guys have (laughs) transcribed all of these hundreds of hours of uh, channeled information and, and, and you're reading it like a newbie, like, Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) It's like, uh, it's, it's amazing to me. And it's like for you guys to have stayed together this long and, uh, and you've crossed the country going to so many different conferences to learn and meet other people. And and it's like, uh, to meet all these different researchers and approach them and say, look what's going on. And they would turn a blind eye to it. That's a, that's a, that's a, it's, it's, uh, woken my eyes to, you know, why don't they have people who've had the experiences Mm -hmm. speak instead of gathering all these people who gathered material and they just tell about it. Mm. I, I don't understand it, but guess what? Doesn't make any difference. Those who were healed, those who will hear will hear. Yes. So what do you, what do you think of, uh, I mean, even I've come across the people who have been abducted and and whatnot and, and they speak so highly of these intrusive encounters. How do you feel about those or what have they told you about these beings that abduct and and why they're doing it? Well, you know what? Most of them turn around and say, Oh, but, but we learn so much and and they've given us so much information. And I said, but what information did they give you? And when did this turn from horrendous to a good? And I've written many people who wrote books. I've written to them and said, can you explain to me the exact turning point in your life when this horrendous experience turned to something good and I never get an answer. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't think they have an answer. Right. I and, really don't. Yeah. So what what of uh, these, you hear of like uh, reverse engineering of craft and whatnot. What have the beings on this peace ship told you about downed craft? Uh, they have had craft that came down and crashed and they have, they had to retrieve them, and they, <clears throat> the government does have ships. 
they have reverse engineered a lot of the things that were on the craft. Some craft they've got to do a little traveling with, but not much because they just don't quite understand how they operate. Gotcha. <laughs> And but they do have some that, that they are running around in and causing people to think that they are aliens from out there in space someplace. And have these more positive beings interacted with our governments or are they negative beings? Which ones? What's going on? Uh, mostly the negative ones because they were willing to trade informa uh, trade technology for information. And they tried to speak to... Uh, some of the government people, uh, but it didn't work out because they wanted they wanted the aliens to give them, you know, how do we do this and how do we do that? No, we're not going to give you that information because we know you're going to turn it into a weapon. Mm. So the, and we the weapon element for the positive beings that uh, they don't like the destructive that's, that's nature a, of, of mankind. I mean, what gives? I mean, what on earth? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, so why they, don't you let us blow ourselves up? I mean, really, give it to us, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they have informed of some people in government, not necessarily this country, that they have went to and spoken to. And I said, well, how, you know, in the channeling session, well, how, how did you get to these people? Well, you know what? When they're in bed at night or they're in their private rooms and they are guarded and we materialize in front of them and tell them who are we are, they kind of think who we really are, but they will not discuss with us how to better mankind. It's almost like, you know, if we do that, we lose control. And we are being controlled yeah. very secretively by a secret government and not necessarily the people we think are the leaders of our country. So <laughs> these more positive beings... Uh, what category do you put them in as just flat-out aliens, or are we talking about angelic beings here? Uh, well, I would say that, that they're very spiritual aliens, very spiritually. And uh, they live, they, they said, we pray in the morning, we pray before we go to bed at night. Because if you lose your connection with the creator, you lose part of your. I think you accidentally yeah. muted yourself. That's <laughs> 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 uh, all good. So you, yeah. you said that uh, if you lose that connection with your creator, what was that? Yeah. It, you know, if you don't keep the connection going, you don't, pray to him if you don't uh when something good happens you know just say well thank you or look at that beautiful flower boy i don't think man could have created something like that right you know right. It, it's acknowledging that he exists and boy without that knowledge we are lost <laughs> so is that one of their main messages about 
our yeah, souls and are. acknowledging God or? Yeah, that is a very big message. And that Jesus is alive, he's well, he's just waiting for the words to come down. So what do they feel is, um, it looks like you muted yourself again. What do they feel that uh, is going on as far as this planet? Why are we suffering so much? Why do we have so much negativity going on here? What, what is the problem? <laughs> Free will. We have free will. And, you know, when I went to school, we always said the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag in the morning, you know, and I wasn't raised in a church, but my parents were very spiritual people. I mean, they would have never heard of the fly, you know, they were always kind, you know, always understanding. Yeah. And we lost all that along the way, some way. I, somehow, We've lost it, and we have got to do something to get it back. So you weren't raised in any one religion, so for you to talk about Jesus on a ship and, uh, and all these different things, and these, might, uh, these beings having this connection to God, and uh, I mean, this is a, quite, a, quite an education you got. Oh, wow, yes. And maybe, maybe because I wasn't re really raised in a specific religion, I could accept more of what was being told me yeah yeah because i had no preconceived ideas of how to read the bible how what to believe what not to believe you know right that's absolutely amazing well you know i i always find your story to be so very cool and and so very different than what's out there and to have been going strong for 40 plus years now having this kind of contact that you do and and uh, you know, trying to get out there to the world as a group and, and say, hey, it's, that's not all there is just to have all these alien abductions. There's a whole other faction of beings going on out there. And yeah. that's, it's yeah. important that people know. So uh, again, how can people get a hold of you if they have questions or um, concerns about what it is that's going on in the world and, and these beings? Well, they can always get me through my email. Bonnie06, 1941, at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, The Light Side. And we are now putting on the lightside chronicles.org. And that is discussing all these topics. Each Sunday afternoon, we put on a new post. Love it. So thelightside.org. Yep. And uh, in there, you, you go to the Chronicles. Okay. Or you can go to uh, thechronicles.com, and that has the pearls of wisdom from Positive ITs. Yeah. ETs. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Bonnie, I, I want to thank you so much for coming on once again. And uh, this has been, been a lot of fun. <laughs> well, we've known each other for a few years now. <laughs> Just a few. And uh, yeah, so I, I hope that everybody uh, enjoyed the show. Remember, you can catch me here on Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander on Believe and go to HeidiHollis.com. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate me on 
iTunes, and we're available again on your favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, and again, iTunes. And uh, go to Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcasts. And again, on all the social media, at One Heidi Hollis. And, uh, you know, thanks again for joining me, guys, here on Angels to Aliens. Remembering always, if it's weird, we're here. Angels to Aliens. Goodbye, everybody. From ghost stories to angel encounters. Bigfoot sightings, alien abduction, near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens with Heidi Hollis, the Outlander. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.